Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I wanted to reach out, and uh, Adam Stanley was kind enough to uh, hop on. He covers the P- or the Corn Ferry Tour, among others, for PGATour.com and uh, is, is joining us now. And I'm trying to figure out if you're – Back in Canada, if you're down in Florida, where where have you been uh, quarantined up, Adam? Yeah, so I, I am Canadian and I live in Canada. I live in Ottawa, Ontario, the capital of Canada. It's about four and a half hours northeast of Toronto. And I am looking out my window and it is currently snowing right now. So as you were saying about uh, high 90s, uh, low 80s, uh, Oregon golfing weather this weekend, what I would give to pick up a voodoo donut and head out to the golf course in uh, in Portland this weekend. That would be a dream, I think. Yeah, well, I, I, I do feel your pain up there. I know in uh, Canada's been, uh, they've pretty much shut off the border at this point. Uh, so hopefully uh, it won't be snowing much longer for you. But you have been able to, to stay in touch and, and follow along with what's going on on the tours. And we did see, obviously, that when the reshuffled schedule came out, sounds like with the exception of a few events they've wedged in, they're trying to keep just pick up where they were. But when we get to Pumpkin Ridge uh, out here for what we usually is, is this big celebratory event and we see guys in the champagne ceremony and getting their tour cards, going to be a little different this year. Uh, from what you uh, have heard in your context on the tour, mm-hmm. how did they go about resetting the schedule? And then how's it going to work for guys' opportunities who are looking to get on the PGA Tour starting in September? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And certainly uh, there was a lot of moving pieces and, and there remains to be a lot of moving pieces. So they only managed to play six events uh, up to this point on the Corn Ferry Tour before uh, they went into this break. The Corn Ferry Tour is set to return to action the same week uh, that the PGA Tour uh, is is set to return in the middle of June there. Uh, they've added uh, four tournaments, I believe, new to the schedule to try to make up for some of the lost time. Two events are going to take place in Florida. Two events are going to take place uh, in, in Texas. And they're just managing their best to give the players on the Corn Ferry Tour uh, the most opportunities possible. I think at the end of the day, what they've done is, is created this mega schedule. So uh, at the end of the, or pardon me, after the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, uh, which is going to be the very last week of August, the top 10 points getters are going to have some PGA Tour status. So they're going to get a little bit of a bump. I've been to the Winko Foods event uh, a, a couple of times, and I know that that's a magical week for everyone who gets their cards. Uh, it's a big celebratory event on, on the green. The top 25, after a grueling regular season, receive their cards. There won't be that this year. What they're going to do is just bump up the top 10 guys and give them a little bit of PGA Tour status. Uh, and all of the results from 2020 
are going to roll into the 2021 season. Uh, and then at the Winco Foods event in 2021, that's when they're going to award the 25 PGA Tour cards from a combined results uh, standpoint from this year and next year. So hopefully it's a one-off thing, this mega schedule. Uh, Winco Foods event in Portland next year, 2021, is still going to be a celebratory event. This year, not as much. Uh, obviously, so many things are, are in flux. Uh, but I think the key thing is that there have been a handful of opportunities added after a handful of opportunities have been lost, uh, and they're just going to try to stay as safe as possible, um, you know, as clean as possible, uh, as many opportunities as possible, uh, and take this thing week by week. Adam, as long as the the uh, beer garden and wine garden is open, <laughs> the celebrations will continu- continue for Portlanders. We uh, we find joy in many places, regardless of uh, how the golf goes. Now, you you've mentioned that you've added some, some tournaments. It appears that you're going to kind of replicate the PGA Tour with a wraparound season. Is that right? Yeah, and but uh, this wraparound season, this Corn Ferry Tour mega season, we're calling it wraparound season. It's it's the same thing. This is probably just going to be a one-off situation. The PGA Tour for the last couple of years and, and moving forward have been doing uh, a fall portion. And then uh, the following year, it's all combined uh, for the corn Ferry tour. The plan is likely to continue with just one year, one season. So when you coordinate tournaments or when the corn Ferry tour coordinates tournaments, they are doing it directly with the PGA tour. Is that correct? You're all in the same room working on the same issues. And yeah, and- I mean, I, I yeah, the reason I, I ask is of the, please go ahead. Yeah, the reason I ask is I'm I'm we're all concerned about uh testing and how that's going to go on. Uh you're there's not going to be any fans at the first four events on both tours, but testing is still a big issue and how is that being handled? Yeah, so the Corn Ferry Tour has its own uh, player advisory council. Uh, it's seven seven golfers who uh, kind of represent the rest of the players uh, as a liaison group, for lack of a better descriptor, with PGA Tour management. The PGA Tour has its own um, player advisory council as well, uh, but they're all at least at this point, they used to be all in the same room when they had meetings. Now uh, they're all on the same video conference calls and stuff like that. So there is a lot of similar coordination between what the PGA Tour will be doing and what the Corn Ferry Tour will be doing uh, for the balance of this year. And, and frankly, in, until uh, perhaps there's a vaccine or, or we've had some more discoveries and mm-hmm. breakthroughs on the COVID-19 side of things. So testing, I have no in line of sight on, on exactly what the plan is going to be, but uh, you know, certainly testing will be of the utmost importance no matter which city uh, we end up going to. Adam Stanley is our guest covering uh, the tours for PGATour.com. We're talking about the Corn Ferry Tour. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam underscore Stanley, S-T-A-N-L-E-Y. Uh, does a great job with there. And obviously, you know, it's it's fun for everybody to see Tiger and Phil with Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning having little trash-talking uh, video sessions, uh, taking being able to do their you know, made for TV events, but things very different for the guys on the corn ferry tour. And I wonder, you know, seeing some of your stories too, about what some of the guys are having to do or deal with during this time. 
uh, having to find, you know, other ways to get income. They've got uh, wives, girlfriends, fiancés uh, having to deal with uh, the effects of COVID-19 directly. What provisions are is the tour prepared to make to help these guys? Because they're usually flying commercial travel. They don't have charters that they can just all hop in and get from one place to the other. Housing is going to be an issue. Uh, they're not renting, renting Airbnbs and those sorts of things. It, it, do you know, have they gone into details about how they're getting guys around to travel to these events once they start up? Yeah, I mean, we're still looking down the road five to six weeks before these events are set to be uh, underway. I know certainly on the PGA Tour, there, there's been conversations around, uh, you know, just having one one hotel only. This is the only place where people are going to be staying this week so as to not, um, you know, spread the number of people around a city all that uh, all that much. I would say that something similar will happen on the Corn Ferry Tour, but you're absolutely right. Golf as a whole is, is a bit of a traveling circus. You know, you've got your 150 players, your caddies, your ops people, um, not so much on the volunteers and the tournament side of things, but definitely with TV and media. Um, you know, they're going to go from City A to City B to City C, uh, and, and they're going to want to stay as contained as possible. So uh, you're right, perhaps there'll be some, uh, some supplementary income as it relates to housing. You know, if we all want people to stay at this particular Marriott, okay, guys, it's not going to be 400 a night. It'll be 150 a night or whatever, and, and life will go on. So I think those conversations remain up in the air. I know we're getting close to, to the deadline and to when the tour is supposed to return, um, but at the end of the day, it's really not up to the tour to decide uh, if they can play or if they can travel. It, it's certainly a, a government decision, a CDC decision, and stuff like that. So things are, are in flux. Uh, things are changing every day. Uh, but certainly the safety of each city that they go to will be a top priority. And, and you're absolutely right about the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour uh, doing their best to support their families. You know, I interviewed Eric Barnes this week, and, and Eric he got a job at, at Publix, at the local grocery store uh, in Florida, to stock shelves while this was going on. And this is a professional golfer who's played at arguably the highest level for a decade. He's now somebody that you would see if you wanted to go pick up your weekly groceries. And, and he's up there uh, stocking the shelves. Another golfer, Bavi Patel, who's been doing it for about the same amount of time, 10 years, he's helping to co-manage uh, his parents' motel in California. Uh, his father is not doing all that well health-wise, so he stepped up to, to start manage, managing the motel. You know, these are real-life stories, real-life guys who are just trying to provide for their families, uh, make as much money as they can during this unprecedented time, and then hopefully return back to uh, some semblance of normal on the golf course sooner rather than later. They've got to be just itching to get out there and play some golf. Uh, have you heard any stories about how they're practicing or preparing for the upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, you. some of my, my fellow countrymen, the Canadians, have returned back to Canada, so there really hasn't been all that much practicing going on on their end. But uh, definitely in, in Arizona, where the golf courses had never closed, uh, there's a mini tour going on there, so some of the guys are, are continuing uh, to keep their competitive juice flowing as best they can uh, playing that a series of events, a, a mini tour in Florida uh, stopped for a little bit, but it didn't come back. So, you know, guys are, guys are all members of golf clubs, and it kind of depends on where they're located, which state they are. I know it's kind of gone state by state 
with respect to uh, what can open and what can't and, and even club by club making their own decisions. So competitive-wise, it doesn't seem like the guys are doing all that much other than, you know, maybe getting together with a friend or two uh, and playing a money game or, you know, competing on a mini tour if they feel comfortable in doing that. So it's it, this is a long, quote-unquote, off-season. I think this is a longer time that they've been off than they were for the regular off-season. Uh, it's taken some getting used to, both physically and mentally, from anyone who I've talked to, um, because you just didn't know when you were going to return. Uh, but now that you kind of have an idea of when you're going to be back, uh, they've had to kind of flip the switch again. So it's been a bit of a grind. You know, for all the, the thoughts of just staying at home and waiting to go out and play golf again, they need to start becoming professional athletes again, physically and mentally. And it seems like now, about a month or a month and a bit out, is when uh, those switches have been turned. And anyone I've talked to has said, "Man, we gotta we gotta get going. We gotta find ourselves again, and, and hopefully uh, both play well, uh, but also think like a professional athlete again." Well, as a native Buffalo, New Yorker, I can tell you it's tough to practice wedges out of three feet of snow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. I, I, I've been reading a lot about caddies and the possibility that we may or may not see caddies on, on either tour. Have you heard anything in that regard? Uh, I haven't. I know that for this uh, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf, Ricky Fowler match, uh, they're not going to be using caddies. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if the Tiger-Phil match will have caddies either. So, um, you know, that that's certainly a conversation that, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll start to have. I know some of the caddies on the PGA Tour uh, pretty well. It, it seems like they're, they're a key part of professional golf, and they're a key part of, mm-hmm. of somebody doing as well as they can to make as much money as they can uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour or PGA Tour. And it, it's almost hard to ignore their impact on things. So, so nothing quite yet on, on that front, but certainly I think, uh, you know, they're going to be treated or they should and are deserving of being treated the same as the, uh, the golfers in this instance. Adam Stanley uh, covering the Corn Ferry Tour and on all the tours for PGATour.com. Uh, you can go there, click on the link to Corn Ferry Tour, find out about the revised calendar and uh, how several of the golfers are uh, getting through the shutdown here. Uh, hopefully the snow stops up there in uh, <laughs> Ottawa. Uh, I miss the Stanley Cup playoffs too. I'm actually going through now and rewatching all of last year, game by game, series by series. That's how much I miss uh, live sports at Love this that. point. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get to see you uh, out at uh, Pumpkin Ridge. Hopefully things are uh, closer to uh, normal in August. But in the meantime, thank you so much for taking a few minutes for us. Stay safe up there and uh, hopefully we'll get to enjoy some golf here very soon. Sounds great. Thanks guys. You guys stay safe as well. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.